This is the Zone Sports Network. Back to Joe and he'll flush. And it's time to hear from the best looking, most charismatic, and certainly the most intelligent member of the Utah Jazz. Jingle bells. Joe Ingles. Gives it back to Joe to the cop slams it in. And yes, for the record, Joe wrote this introduction. This is the Joe Ingles Show <laughs> with DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. The Joe Ingles Show is brought to you by your hardworking friends at Mountainland Supply. For all your plumbing and irrigation needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com. Joining us now after a timely win, because it's easier to laugh at a joke after a win than it is after a three-game losing streak, Joe Ingles. Joe, good morning. Good Good morning. How are we doing? We're doing great, well. Joe, just great. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> All right, we've got some fun stuff to talk to you about, but let's get the basketball out of the way. How good did you feel about the, uh, the Philly game? What are you thinking as you uh, drive in to go to work? Um, yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was a good win. I think it was um, probably our most consistent um, kind of performance with we've kind of put out there so it was it was nice to play kind of full four quarters and um i guess the things that we kind of focused on going into the game to be able to execute them um pretty well for for the course of a a full game was was really good so um we'll we'll go in this morning and, and obviously find some stuff to to work on in that, but um, yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty good effort by, by the guys last night. So the rebounding obviously Sunday wasn't good enough and then you come out against Philly, which is a pretty good rebounding team, and you handle and hold your own on that. Was it simply a matter of emphasis or what was the difference there? Uh, it's, it's been an emphasis all year, so it, it was definitely more on the players to, to I think at the end of the day, it's just us getting it done. It's not I don't think it's something that you you go to practice and you pretend to box out against um, the coaches at practice or, or anything like that. We, we know we knew what we weren't doing, um, and we obviously had to, to fix that and fix it quickly because we had, I think, they were the number one offensive rebounding team in the league coming right. into the game. So um, it was something that we we watched some film of, and 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 it's, it, it was little things. That I think it was. Um, a shot would go up and the, we would turn around and, and the guys would come over our back and get a tip out or, or get it. And, and it's, I mean, it's pretty, it's a pretty easy fix if you just turn around and um, kind of get a bit of contact with, with your guy coming in. So um, it, it was a big focus going into the game because of the way they, they play and the way they affect the game that way, leading the league in, in offensive rebounding. And um, it's nice to... Not just to, not just to talk about it, but to actually go in there and do it as well. So, um, yeah, it was a, it was a good effort. So I keep thinking about what you told us last week. Yes, I actually listen and remember what you tell us. Uh, you had a conversation with Ricky Rubio before the Suns game, and he looked at the other end of warmups, and he's like, wow, I, I really don't know most of this team. And I know for a lot of us, and me included, but for a lot of fans too, we see you, we see Rudy, we see Quinn, we see Donovan, we think, ah, oh, you know, it's same old jazz. But there are enough guys that they're just going to be these, for lack of a better term, you got little kids teachable moments for the team here through the first half of the season, doing stuff that maybe we take for granted, but you just got to tighten up the act as the season goes along and get better? Yeah, 100%. It's, it's, um, 
I think we'll see more continuity throughout the, the system and the way we play, obviously, as we, we play together more. Um, I mean, it's a, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty big turnaround, really, with, with the amount of players, I mean. Cause we've, every year that I've been here for six seasons, we've, I don't know if we've had more than kind of three to five changes a year. Um, so to have, I think we had nine or ten or something this year, I think it was a, it was a pretty close to double figures. So um, when you're trying to implement, obviously, coach's system to, to ten new players, it's, it's pretty full on. And, and obviously, you guys know, and, and probably a lot of the fans, of, of how complex our system is. And it's, it's not just walk down and um, kind of go A to B to C. It's, it's pretty full on. So I think it's taken guys... Um, a little while to adjust. I think I said a lot. Like Mike played the same system for, for 12, 13 years. Boy, I'm with Indiana. It's just guys have played in certain systems and um, it's just about getting those habits. And um, obviously last night was a good step forward, but we've obviously got another pretty big test um, tomorrow as well. So, um, yeah, I think throughout the year we'll obviously continue to watch film and get out there and practice and stuff and, and just keep fixing little things. And, um, at the end of the day, just try and be as consistent as we can um, and playing some, some really good basketball by the end of the year. So there's a big movement in this country called resistance, and I don't want to get political with you because I know you don't care, but I have a feeling nope. you're going to resist what I tell you here. i got to have you shoot more, Joe. It's as simple as that. You've got to be more involved in the offense. Uh, cool. Next question. <laughs> Do not re- – see, you're resisting it. I knew you would. Come on, man. I need you. We need uh, you, Joe. Yeah. No, I know. I, I think uh, I actually said it should yesterday. I think I can. I know. It's the ultimate. That's the ultimate resistance right there. <laughs> I want to hear his answer. Yeah. I'm not talking about this. By the way, if you ever have to uh, hang up on a salesperson or something, you feel bad about it, and you want to get called back while you're talking, just hit the button and hang up. <laughs> Why would you do Different that? Different while you're listening. You narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> you take that down. <laughs> oh, okay, you did. He's got to be more involved. He's too good. Yeah, for whatever reason, he uh, he's one of those guys who gets a thrill out of uh, passing the ball and spacing the floor. Okay, but not just space the floor. I Pass the ball, hey, fine. I brought this topic up. Uh, Joe, we were just discussing uh, while we were waiting for you to come back that I brought this topic up last week. He's bringing it up this week. I guess it's going to be my turn next week. I don't know how this works. I just hang up every time you are. Uh, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Joe, we want to talk field goal attempts. I Click. <laughs> I definitely um, can be more aggressive and... and um, uh, I guess I'm still trying to figure it out. Is the, the coming off the bench and, and when to be aggressive and when not to? And um, uh, I said it yesterday. I think I'll, I'll continue to get better at it and finding when I can be aggressive, when it's when it's other guys' turns, when I'm trying to get other guys involved. And um, I mean, last doing it. Um, yeah, I think it'll just keep getting better and better. So okay. Um, I'll shoot when I'm open. We we can live with that. We can live with that. As as you say, it's a work in progress because you just mentioned about how you have ten new guys and all this stuff going on. That all makes sense to us. So we're okay with it, Joe. 
Thanks. Thank you. So, I appreciate it. So, so I wondered if the issue, and you don't really want to come on the air and talk about, uh, you know, all the tough issues you face on the court in basketball. I mean, I get that. You should. By the way, just side side note, you were talking about how uh, how complex coach's system is. So that got brought up to him last night, and you should have seen him backpedal from that. He doesn't want to be painted as, you know, the smartest coach in the NBA. So he ran away from that, and you're going to run away from this. I get that. But I think, trying to put myself in your shoes, you defer more when you're out there with kind of the finishing five, and I get how you see yourself as a third or fourth option because, of course, Mitchell's a good option, and Bogdanovich is obviously a very good option. And if you can get Rudy a dunk, that's a great option. So I get why you don't look for shots Mike then. Con- but Mike when, Conley's a great option. Too. Uh, and okay, right. We might as well list everybody. I don't want to leave anybody out. All right. But when you're out there with the bench group, you know, you or Donovan can be the best option on any given possession, but that requires you to kind of flip the switch based on which group you're with. Definitely. Um, Honestly, I think I've, especially the last couple of years, it's been um, it's been kind of the way I've I've had to play. I've obviously the, not this year, but the last couple of years, I've started um, with like you've just mentioned some pretty impressive games, and um, even when I was starting, I would come out really early, um, and then I'd go back in with Fave, and me and Fave would kind of control that second unit, and obviously play a ton of pick and roll together and um, obviously that that worked really well for us um, and it's similar this year I, I I just come in at a different time so I, I come in at the 6 or 7 and I come in for Donovan um, 95% of the time unless something's happening with, with foul trouble or something um, and play for a, a pretty kind of long stretch so I play with a few different lineups when I first get in obviously it's Mike and um basically the same the starting group without Donovan so we've still got Boyan and, and, and all that and then um, as those guys slowly trickle out of the game um, it, it, it's kind of not not my turn but we, we it, there's obviously more options for me to, to get the ball and um, and be aggressive so um, like you said it's not not necessarily flipping a switch because we we always are going to be able to have a couple really good playmakers out on the court Um but just knowing, picking and choosing, obviously, when to, to know that it's, it's my turn. I think there was um, a couple of possessions in the second quarter yesterday. We real, obviously realised Mike Scott was guiding me, and so, so I played a couple of pick and rolls where other games they'll be guiding someone else. So we, we, just, we, we kind of figure it out on the fly as a team. We, we can obviously, um, with Quinn, like you've said, we've got an unbelievably smart coach that can... Um, kind of attack different mismatches at different times in, in pretty special ways. Uh, um, again, as much as you hate me saying it, it's just a, it's one of those things you, you keep learning as you go, you keep learning on the fly, and, and obviously keep getting better each week by week. You think that's a little bit of a compliment to your basketball acumen, I guess, because they, they're they putting you in a bunch of different ex- situations, as you just described, and they believe that you can have success. Um, I don't know. You guys can judge if that's a good thing. I mean, obviously, I feel like, and, I, and obviously, I know Coach feels like I can, I can help in different ways. I don't think I need to be out there just to play pick and roll, or I don't need to be out there just to space the floor, or just right. to play defense. I think um, being able to play and being versatile enough to be able to play with different lineups. If it's like I said, that finishing group that we finished with last night, it's uh, I'm probably the last option, which is completely fine with me because we've got some really, really good players on the team. And, and I'm happy to be that guy that 
to space the floor, and if they don't leave me in the corner, then Mike can get get to the rim easier, or Donovan can get down to the rim without as much help. So, um, honestly, I feel like the, the the team we've got and the way we play and the unselfish guys we've got, it's really going to be kind of different different guys each night or each week or whatever it is that are, they're going to play really well. And um, I think you have to accept the role. I think one of the we talk about it a lot. One of the hardest things in the NBA is players accepting roles that yeah. they they either think they deserve more or they want more or um, if you can accept a role in a team and uh, I mean it's it's like me and Royce this year Royce obviously starting and I'm coming off the bench if I was a complete and <laughs> decided I didn't want to help the team in any way I just would be a grumpy old man sitting on the end of the bench but uh, I want to help the team and, and flip side for Royce is he, he starts the game and we've kind of flip-flop uh, a few different games who's, who's finished the game this year um, last night I did uh, I think the game before he he did um, but I think that's just a part of being in the NBA and being on a really good team and and obviously the end of the, the, the end goal is to, to win and, uh, and that's what we're all here to do. Okay Joe I don't know if they have what's called an FCC in Australia <laughs> but can't. we do in the US here there's certain words you can't say on live radio, and you just said one of them, Joe. What did I say? That, that body part. <laughs> that body part. You're sitting You went on. south on us, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so we also have a thing called the dump button, so Yach hit it several times, so it probably didn't get out over the air. A complete, and then the word that followed. <laughs> Joe, I mean, come on. You know, we got to have a living here too, buddy. We're all in this together. <laughs> Is it bad that I have no idea what I said? I didn't think you did. I, I really think you didn't. just rolled with <laughs> it. Did. That was what I thought, too. I actually maybe found it, it hilarious. It was way through natural. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. It was. Exactly. So I knew you realized you didn't say it. Yeah. But yeah, it was authentic, uh, as Jacques just I, said. I, yeah, it was I, authentic. I apologize to all the listeners for saying a word that I have no idea what I just said. Uh, the good news is they didn't hear it. I'm pretty sure the way Yach, it's a, it's a uh, plastic thing. It's a, I think Yach just shattered it. He hit it so hard. Like, we're making sure that's not going on the air. All right, let's, uh, let's get to the fun stuff now, since you just made a natural transition there. Uh, during the game, the cameras caught you and Embiid having, we'll label it an animated discussion. Honestly, I thought you were both enjoying it just a little too much. You had a lot, there was some trash talking going on there. And I'm curious, aside from what you said, which we all want to know, I'm also curious if that's something you kind of have to do to get yourself going, and if you were really quiet, you'd end up not being as good a player. Oh, I definitely think, and I think, um, not that it's um, a great reason why I was quiet, but obviously the stuff I was going through last year with Jacob, I think that, that showed. I think um, I was from that kind of November to January patch when we were going through Jacob's assessments and, and diagnosis. Um, I was so obviously worried about that and Renee and Miller and Jacob that um, that I was quiet and, and kind of in my own head thinking about obviously kind of thinking about completely different thing but um, and I wasn't playing well obviously I knew that you guys probably wrote or not you guys some of some uh, wonderful reporters probably wrote some crazy stats and articles about it but um, for me it's uh, I just I, I, I caught out with Brett Brown after the game last night and I, I've especially the last few years since having the kids and all that I, I go out there and obviously I know it's my job and I, I, I take it extremely serious but I, I, 
I enjoy being out there. I've, I started playing basketball because I love I love playing basketball and have fun playing basketball. And I think for me, if I ever um, took that other path of, of not being me out there, then then I I don't know. I just don't think I'd have as much fun. And um, I love the fact that I can go out there and do my job and obviously do it to, to the best of my ability. But then I get to go home um, to a pretty amazing family and kids and. Um, that, that perspective for me is especially even more since I think they always say it, obviously once you have kids you, you get it but then once you go through something else and, and what we did with Jacob it just opened my eyes even more and um, man I, like, I absolutely love going out there and playing I have fun while I play and I think that's for me is the, the best way for me to play um, and yeah that's what I'm going to do if people think I'm not taking it serious or I, I'm having too much fun out there, then um, cool. Because I'm, uh, I'm going to keep doing it because I love my job and I, I love that I get to go out there and compete and play at a high level. And um, It's just me. I'm going to talk. I like talking. <laughs> uh, Brett Brown, he coached in Australia for a number of years, didn't he? Is that where you have the relationship with him? Yeah, he started coaching out, out in Australia. Um, then he was actually our national coach for Australia for four years as well um, before our, our recent uh, the coach now. So um, got a really good relationship with him and don't get to see him that often. So it was, it was really cool to, to sneak into his office after and chat with him for 20 minutes. Joe Ingles joined us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So... Uh, Quinn always hits you up with something new. What's what's the next thing you think? What's the focus of the video now going forward? Is it going to be not fouling so much? Um, I don't know. Did we foul a lot last night? Uh, they shot more than 30 free throws, so yeah. Oh, well, we'll try not to foul as much, I guess. Um, what else didn't we do? You guys watch the game. What do we do? Uh, let's see. Uh, what didn't you do? Well, I mean, you can you can argue that you let them back in the game a little bit, but I don't I don't really think a ten point lead with six seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter is that big of a lead. So, uh, yeah, I guess you a little bit of a lead, but not much. If it was twenty, it would have been uh, a different story, I guess. You guys are horrible. That's ter- they two terrible things. I mean, that's the only thing. I'm, I'm reaching here. I mean, I guess I, I can talk no, about your dirty mouth if you want. But I think I think uh, I'm actually I'm heading in there right now. So we'll we'll obviously get to watch some film and and do all that. But um, I mean, there's always things. I think a couple of times. We, we, we let I, I know a couple of times with, with the drive let it getting blown by um, they still had a few offensive rebounds which I, I'm sure we can clean up I think I had a laugh to myself last night I think Embiid shot like 18 free throws or something yes he did 16 of 18 um, yeah that's what that's actually what I said to him when we got in a nice discussion I told him he was way too tall and big to be flopping like that okay. <laughs> um, nice but it was actually funny because Obviously, he just got suspended for getting in a yeah. bloody UFC fight. Right. Um, but he's actually, I, I, and I don't know him very well at all, so I'm not going to, like, put my house on it, but he, he seems like a really, really nice guy. He was, like, laughing and having fun out there, and that personality, obviously, as you've stated, is um, 
kind of like how I like to play. And then I actually saw him. I saw him after um, when I was talking to, to Brett Brown and um, had a quick chat with him there. And I mean, he seems like a really nice guy. So whatever him and um, Carl Anthony Towns have against each other must be serious because he seems like a really nice guy. So. Yeah. All right, Joe. Oh, whatever. We will let I'll you. Take Rudy any day of the week. There you sure. go. Hey, we'll let you go. We appreciate a few minutes, and uh, good luck, and we'll talk to you again next week. No worries. Appreciate it, guys. All right.